Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you are tuned into another Wondering Whitley session. Uh, happy Hump Day. It's Wednesday when I'm recording this. I am at school. Um, our school is testing today, so I think this is my lunch break. Uh, so I'm going to make this video, <laughs> and then I'm going to go uh, sit in my car for a while. But I posted on my Feminine Arts Academy page today. Um, the quote for today is from Wednesday. I call Wednesday's Wisdom Wednesday. So if you see me looking over here, I'm looking at my phone, but I'm also I also wrote down the three points that I'll be touching on today. I think I pretty much remember them because I just pretty much jotted them down while before I made this because I wanted to stay on topic. But um, I want my my post today was genius that's within you too and I spelled the j-e-e-n slash yes y-u-s <laughs> um, of course if you've seen the Kanye documentary I've talked about it on here numerous amount of times like what are you doing if you haven't watched it actually I think the third one drops today which I'm actually super excited about uh and that's not a coincidence like I didn't post that today because it was dropping today because like I said I I do all of my arts academy posts on Sunday and I just have them in my archive so I can just post them so it was meant to be <laughs> but uh I wanted to talk about three keys to genius or maybe the anatomy the anatomy of genius and what I define as genius, like I found myself watching Kanye's documentary and saying, this man is a genius. <laughs> in, in times when I said that, it was, just, it was just out of pure emotion, an emotional response from like what he was given the energy of like his music and his effort in the see the behind the scenes build of it. And then it come to life. And I know that like I I just feel so a part of it because again, I remember I was in sixth grade, like College Dropout is one of my top five favorite albums of all time. Like of all times of hip hop artists, like that is one of my top five albums, hip hop albums of all time, college dropout. I think just albums in general, I say hip hop, but albums in general, like I love college dropout. Like I remember being in sixth grade and like listening to, literally listening to that every single day, listening to it on my way to school on our CD player. So to see like the behind the scenes and what it took for him to get it out and him feeling like he had to prove himself like it just feels so personal because I'm like dang what if he never made this album you know like that's that's just dope it's just dope to think about that I'm pretty sure other people have like their infinity towards something that you know a piece of art that really changed their life like I feel the same way about uh Lauren Hill's Miseducation of Lauren, like, if her story is ever told, I hope I'm a part of the production of it. <laughs> like, I, her and Brandy's first album, like, as far as her with R&B album, but those three people, like, 
goodness i i just i would want to hear brandy's story and i would want to hear like lauren hill's story see lauren hill's story just be told but anyways today is about genius and i'm going to give you three keys that i think make up the anatomy of genius because as i said my post today was reflecting on that i believe genius is inside of all of us like our ability to recognize greatness and be inspired by other people is because deep down that's a reflection of us like we we can only identify something that we're aware of we can only identify something and point it out if we have the awareness to identify it like it's just like when you go get a new car you go get some new shoes before you got it especially if it's not a super popular car you never saw anybody with it but as soon as you got it it's like you see that car everywhere that's how i felt when i got my very first car a nissan versa back in the day and it was a hatchback and it was like after i got it i saw that car all the time and i'm like i've never seen this car on the street not saying that nobody had it but it's just your awareness of it so I feel the same way that if we can recognize certain qualities and characteristics in other people, that means that we have the capacity within ourselves to really have the same thing. We just have to allow it to actualize. And to me, in order to actualize it, we have to do the work necessary to let it be actualized. So I'm gonna give my three points and I'm gonna be out of your way. The very first one is love what you do. If you have watched this documentary, like you can't deny that Kanye loves what he, do, what he does. Like whatever he puts his hands to, like he's all in 100% he's given everything he got to it and I think sometimes when we think about like our daily jobs like you can look at Kanye and be like well he was doing you know what he loved he was already in the music industry but one thing that I want to point out and I say this all the time about my job if you're an avid follower that he was doing beats he was doing what he loved as far as like that was naturally what he was good at that he was making beats for other artists but his ultimate dream is he wanted to be the artist on his own beat he just needed the deal he needed the machine behind him to get to back his to back his message and he didn't have that so while the average person could say, oh, he was already in the music industry. He was producing beats for all these artists. He had access. He didn't have the support he needed to really put that album out there and get the belief he wanted. And even when he got the deal, they still wasn't even, you know, giving him the time of day. He had to prove himself. He was putting his own money on his album and recording it because even on Rockefeller, like, they were focused on other artists because yeah they signed them but they still didn't have this belief that he could be the rapper that he proved himself to be and so he had to be in love with every aspect of his journey i've shared this before that i love what i do but i never saw myself being a middle school teacher and i still don't like there are parts of my job that i do not like like i was in the hallway walking down the hall, because I was doing hall monitor since our students are testing most of the day. And I was like making funny faces and sticking my tongue out at kids. 
like walking down the hallway to make them laugh because they look so miserable testing. And I don't, I don't agree. It's, it's just things about education I'm not for. Um, I don't see myself getting up early in the morning, working nine to five, and I just feel like a school district can never pay me the value that I feel like I bring, you know? So, but I still love what I do as far as teaching dance, as far as creating my own projects, as far as getting the students active and envisioning different things to build the elective programs all together. So I may, I'm not sitting in the exact position I would want to see I would want to sit in to realize my goal similar to Kanye but if this is the the part of the journey I'm in and I still have to love what I do and fall in love with the process in the journey and so I invite you to do the same thing like you may not have the luxury of actually doing what you love as a full-time job you may not have the luxury of doing what you love like on the scale that you want to see it but if you are pursuing something that you don't have a love for doing whether even that love is for helping people you may not be passionate about the product or something you're selling I don't know but if you're passionate knowing that this thing helps people and that's your passion that's you loving what you do then maybe you got to grab onto that right now you know, so the reason I think a love for what you do is important is because to me, when I think about it, like if you don't love an aspect of what you're doing, then on parts of your journey, you will give up because like I said, like for me, I don't, I don't every day enjoy being a middle school dance teacher not because of the kids, not because I don't like teaching dance, but because this is not the space I ultimately see myself in. So I, I feel like, again, this is just a part of my journey, but it's a part of the journey that is not like my ideal. There are days where I don't, I still wake up early, but I don't like knowing that I have to come in, clock in and do certain things with my job. That I just don't wanna do and I don't feel like I have to do, but I gotta do it because I work here. You know, so Kanye did the same thing. Like, yes, he was a producer, but he sees himself as the artist and he sees himself branching off, but yet everybody has him in this box of producer. He He's not where he wants to be. So he has just fallen in love with, I gotta make music. I just gotta keep making music because that's keeping me alive on this journey until somebody takes me serious in the way that I take me serious. Which brings me to number two, take action daily. Like a day shouldn't go by where you're not investing in your craft. A day shouldn't go by where you're not reading or writing or getting new knowledge or having a conversation, whatever it is. Even if it's one thing, a day shouldn't go by where you're not taking action that'll improve your skill excuse me, improve your knowledge of, improve your timing, improve your effort. Like one day, not one, should go by where you're not investing in your craft. If you watch that Kanye documentary, and of course, like, we don't know if they showing every single day. Of course, it's days in between, but you can just tell from even what they show, like he was consumed 
all the time with making music and getting in the studio by any means. By any means, he made it a priority. And again, going in love with that, going along with that passion, that that drive, like he took, you could tell he took action daily. He felt like he had something to prove. Even when he was going through, he had just gotten that car accident and he was trying to figure out, okay, am I gonna get this surgery or not? One of the things he said is like, I, I feel like I can't delay, I can't be out that long. Like we gonna have to make this work. And he, he made it a part of his story. I had a homegirl, well, I have a homegirl, but she had an injury. She had a knee injury. Um, I want to say when I was moving back from New York, so this was out like summer of 28, the end of summer of 2018. And uh, I think she tore like her ACL or something, but they told her, you know, they basically was telling her what they usually tell people, you're not going to dance again. Uh, you have to be off of it for this amount of time. And when I tell you by like September, she was walking and dancing like she performed well she still had her brace on but like she healed in record time and i haven't seen people up close and personal you know go through that injury like i saw hers but i know her healing time was not standard for many people who have that injury but what she did was like she was taking action somewhat daily making sure she was massaging her knee she was trying to get up to walk even when she knew she wasn't supposed to as far as the doctor's standard but she was like I know my body and I know what I can take yes I feel weird about it but I know that what they're telling me can't be the truth because I know my body I know it can heal and it's not doing any good sitting in this brace every day and it's not getting any movement, it will come back stiff. And that's why they give these diagnoses because they know most people are just gonna follow these directions, have a leg propped up in here and not give it any movement. And I remember when she started going to physical therapy, she was like, they giving me exercises that they trying to make me pay 200, $300 per session that I can figure out on my own. like." They're not giving me any new exercises that I haven't already been doing. And sometimes like when you're not aware of your own body, as far as the injury goes, like it's easy to listen to a doctor who, yes, learned out of a book and I'm not downgrading doctors and their knowledge or anything, but sometimes we have personal wisdom based on our experience, based on our knowledge, based on because we're living it and feeling it. And you can see what Kanye like, he can see, like, of course, he couldn't fix his own job, but he could see, like, okay, I can still talk. I can still eat. You know, is this surgery? Yes, I don't want this hump on the side of my face, but I also know that right now I can't lose momentum with this album. Like, he, he felt a sense of urgency of getting it done, so he was like, I'm just not going to do it. You know, and he felt like, okay, it's still going to heal. There, you know, the, the surgery is not necessarily mandatory, but if they do the surgery, I'm going to be out for like six, seven months. And it's not like they doing the surgery on my arm. It's, I'm a rapper. Like, I need to be able to move my mouth. <laughs> so I thought that was powerful. Um, and it goes into taking action daily. He he was adamant about taking action daily so he made decisions around that 
And so when you make decisions around what you make a priority, like you can just look at your life and say, okay, what do I spend the most of my time doing? What do I spend my free time doing? And that will tell you what you think is important. That will tell you what you what you really value. Because you can say all day what you value and what you want, but how you really spend your time that nobody's telling you to spend like that, how you really spend your free time, how you really um, just spend all of your downtime outside of your job if you are balancing the dream of the job right now, like that will tell you where you're headed. So if you're not spending free time, even the time you ain't got free, <laughs> I'm not telling you to steal time for your job, but, you know, if you're not spending any type of time daily taking action towards whatever you say is important to you, then I will argue that you're not that serious about it. You're not that passionate about it and you don't really want it to happen like you say you do, which brings me to the last one. Believe in yourself. And sometimes it can be this last one that makes you not want to take action, that makes you not fall in love with it, is because oftentimes, like, there will be people, again, trying to put you in this box of what they think and expect of you. There will be people who have this narrative about you. And then even you, you have to break through the barriers of your own doubt, of your own fear that this can really happen, especially when you're doing this work daily and maybe you feel like you've been doing it for a long time and you're not even seeing any type of results. Like that can be heartbreaking. It can be, it can cause even more doubt. But to me, these these three points are silica. It's like, that's why you got to love what you do. And sometimes when you fall out of love, that's why you got to take action to fall back in love with it. Like, it, it's a constant thing. And then you just got to believe in yourself. One thing Kanye does, and people call it cockiness, whatever. And there's, to me, some hints of that, you know. But I really think he's just somebody who believes in himself. And a lot of people say they believe in themselves, say they trust in themselves. But when you come across somebody who is not going to give in to anybody's doubtful rhetoric, they're not going to let anybody speak something over their life or say something without challenging it. Of course, sometimes to them, it's going to come off as cocky or he think he know it all. And it's like, no, he just has a powerful and grounded sense of self-belief. That's what I saw, like he wasn't gonna let people tell him the limits to the capacity that he knew was inside of him. I've also been watching old interviews of Kanye because they've been popping up on my YouTube and they, these are interviews I've seen before, but there are two by the Breakfast Club. There was one from in 2013 and there was one in 2015. Highly recommend it if you're like me and just kind of weird like that, but I was like, this man is a prophet. Like he literally spoke his life into existence. Like when you watch those two episodes and then see what he's created, seeing what he's done in his career, it's like, this man got a powerful self-belief. And I think that power is in all of us. Like how much are we limiting ourselves based on what we tell ourselves every day, based on what we think? based on like where we are you know like he didn't stop and see where he was he was like i'm gonna 
push past that barrier every time I have to. He treated it like it was life or death, but also he had that urgency because he, he did almost come close to losing his life. Like in one of them, I think it was the 2015 interview, he referenced that point. And this is still, by 2015, this is still about six, seven years after the college dropout. So the fact that that moment made such an impact on him, and I don't mean, I don't believe that you have to have like a near-death experience, that you gotta come close to illness, that you have to go through something truly traumatic to get a sense of urgency. Sometimes I believe those moments can come when we are kind of like being stagnant. Sorry, that's the bell. I think sometimes those moments can come when we are not really using our gifts, when we're not really walking the path that we know we should be walking. But I feel like little things call our names before that big moment. Oprah kind of calls that the, uh, she calls them universal whispers. She was like, the universe is always talking to us. First it comes in a whisper, like a, a moment of awareness. Like, should I be doing this? That feels weird. Oh, ah. And then she was like, it comes a little bit bigger. And it may look like somebody saying something to us or us reading a book and us having this sense of awareness. And then she was like, sometimes it's the big thing. It's the breakup. It's the illness. It's the near-death experience. It's all these major things when all the time that doesn't have to happen for you to wake up to who you are. That doesn't have to happen for you to wake up and have some sense of this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do. And I believe it, you can resist those moments more when every day like you're moving with a sense of urgency and purpose. And when I say urgency, I don't mean a rush. I don't mean move with anxiety. I don't mean move with uh, like pressuring yourself to the sense of like you're not enjoying the process. But I just mean a sense of urgency. Like urgency means that it got to be done now. Like it, it just, it, I have to put my hands to it today. Like there's something that I could be doing today. I'm not going to put it on my calendar for months from now when I can take action today, tomorrow. Like I can be taking action next, you know, the next minute, you know, urgency just means you're not putting off today. You're not putting off for tomorrow what you can do today. Basically, you're not consistently procrastinating because if you're consistently procrastinating again, I would question, do you really want what you're asking for? You're not really taking action every day and you thinking about it is not the same thing as putting your hand to the work so that it can really manifest. And to me, those are my three keys of genius that to me, that's the anatomy, that's the makeup of actualizing the genius that's inside of you because I don't think Kanye West is special in the sense that what he has done, what he has created, who he has become, what he has manifested in a material world, I don't think that's that's not available to the average person. I just think we have to put ourselves in position and take these actions and believe in ourselves like and fall in love with what we're doing, fall in love with the process and get to it daily and believe it's possible. I think those three things are like the foundational. And I mean, somebody else may have their own list.
and that's fine. But these three things to me are simple, they're practical, and I've seen it in my own life. Like, I remember early on doubting whether, like, I, I really didn't see myself as a dancer for a long time because I was late starting off dancing. Like, people who call themselves a dancer have been da dancing for the age of three, and that wasn't my story. So for a long time, I doubted, am I a dancer? But at the same time, I was following those other two things, like what saved me. I didn't always believe in myself as far as, like, the actual I'm a dancer, but I believed in myself as far as I'm going to follow this path because I really like this, and it's something that I want to do every day. So, like, even if that's you, like, sometimes if you follow <clears throat> one of these things every day, even if it's to take action every day, you'll find your love and your lane for it. And then my love for it has evolved. <clears throat> like, early on when I started, I used to just think I wanted to dance behind Beyonce. I only saw the performance aspect to really fall in love with what I do. And then now... It's like I love teaching, I love creating curriculum. Like I don't, yes, I love performing, but that's not the main thing. Like I love directing, I love being behind the camera, like I love choreographing. Those are things that wasn't even on my plate, you know? So I've, 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 my love for what I first fell in love with even has evolved, you know? So you, you can do the same thing, like, Everything is not stagnant. Your passion will not be stagnant. Your love for something will not be stagnant in the way. Like I have so many dance friends who fell in love with just dancing and expressing for themselves that, you know, they're not passionate about the performance part anymore, but they still love to dance for themselves. They love to teach or they like arts administration. Like, so... But once you follow that voice and keep going like that, to me, that's all that matters is taking action towards what you want. And all of us have different material goals that we want to reach, you know, whether that's working for yourself, whether that's being the CEO of an already established company. Like all of us have different goals and what that looks like. And then all of us have different levels of real work ethic that we're willing to put towards whatever it is that we want and only each individual can be real about what that is but once you identify that for yourself then <clears throat> get on the path of you know claiming it and owning it and moving in the direction of that because you have genius inside of you too i love y'all so much and i will see you on the next one